This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services, who have been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, and more. Saving for retirement is a great start, but it's what you do with this money that really matters. What's your strategy to reduce taxes, generate income in retirement, reduce your risk, and get even more from Social Security? This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice about how you can make your money go a lot further in retirement. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Now, here are your hosts, David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. And welcome in, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. We thank you very much for tuning in to Roadmap to Retirement, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. Busy week coming up, busy show today, a lot of ground to cover, a lot of information. We're going to give out the phone numbers throughout the hour. We're also going to tell you about three opportunities to get up close and personal with Thrive Financial. Back on location, uh, David, a lot of good stuff happening. It is the end of the year, or we're getting close. It's getting busier as we move forward. Yeah, that's no doubt, Joe. It um, We see that. It wasn't only... It's not only going to be a busy show today, a busy week upcoming, but we had an amazingly busy week uh, this past week, right? So I think we had a a number of seminars that we did. I know we were at Normandy. We were at uh, Normandy Farms in Bluebell. We were at Riverwinds over in West Deptford, Ron Jaworski's place. Where else were we, Brett? Anywhere else is that it? We just did two this past week, three next week. Yeah, and it was packed. And that, you know, I think because we're getting closer to the end of the year, the, in addition, you know, taxes are certainly the headlines today. So I think people are coming out. I mean, the rooms are packed. The information, I mean, people are, what I always find really interesting is I, I get some insight on whether there was value in what we shared with our audience by the amount and the count of people who come up to us afterwards and engage us in conversations and questions and everything else. So um, we see a lot of that. Like We stick around and we're there to answer. Again, our whole focus um, is to be a resource for people during education. You know, one of the things that I've learned in this business, being in it and, you know, for 32 years, and it's funny, um, yesterday I was talking to somebody in the banking business, and it was really refreshing talking to this person in the banking business because I had a lot of questions about something that I'm considering. And the guy spent about 15 minutes on the telephone with me, giving me advice. A 40-year veteran in this specific space started giving me insight. He said, look, there's a lot of people in this business who do this type of lending. Here's what you want to look out for. Here's the questions you want to... And I just said, you know, again, it was... I was really appreciative I was really surprised because I'd spoken to a number of other types of lenders for this thing that we're looking for and, you know, rushed through, here's the terms, take it or leave it, blah, 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 blah. So when I see a professional really spend time on the education, it really does validate for us here at Thrive. That's a good thing. 
It's really, really, you know, a good thing. So um, I know I had a wonderful gentleman uh, that I met at one of our workshops, the one at Normandy Farms, Tom. You know, Tom came up to me afterwards. And I, I mean, just the level of appreciation that he shared about our show, you know, um, he, you know, every week, avid listener, just keep giving us accolades about keep doing it. The information's phenomenal. Told me about his son, a six-year um, veteran in the Marine Corps. Now he's back at school getting his master's degree, wants to get into financial planning. Tom was asking me some questions of what I thought, you know, and I gave him... It, it, it's just that experience, Joe. It's not like we just go in, you know, we're just there to do business. We're really there to kind of empower the audience and just serve so that people can make the right types of decisions decisions in, in retirement. And you know what's interesting about that? It's the, I think you're the one constant where when all of the noise and all of the information is out there, which will confuse, which will confuse you. I was scrolling through looking for uh, a text. Uh, 401k holders, if you're in fixed income, get out now. Get into equities. Do you know what I mean? There's so much information out there. And we, the non-experts... We don't understand it all. Even if we think that we do, we don't. We, you need a constant. Thrive is a constant. I really believe that. Yeah, you know, on that, that what you just said there, Joe, and, and on top of what David just said, it, it's interesting when you read the polls that are out there about how frustrated um, this country is, uh, especially when they talk about this infrastructure deal. And I'm going to talk about that in the next segment a little bit more, is only 10% of the American population are aware of anything that is in that infrastructure deal. And it gets back to, you got to pass it to find out what's in it. Hey, what am I really signing up for? Who am I voting for? What are they voting for? All those sort of things that are out there. And it's that confusion. It's that unawareness. It's that education where it's just like, I don't want to have my head in the sand. So when we start talking about, again, whether it's doctoring yourself, Karen spoke about an interior decorator um, a couple weeks ago, or just David speaking about the loan officer right there. That's it. There are so many darn puzzle pieces to navigate, whether you're in retirement, especially as you're heading into um, retirement. Of Again, we, I always say the vocabulary needs to start to change. The, 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 the mindset needs to change because we go from accumulation mode to distribution mode. Even if you want it or not, you're going to have to go into distribution mode. And what are the ramifications of it? And, and again, when we talk about um, tax law that's out there right now and outstanding of waiting for something to be passed and it should be in the next week or so. It's all, all, all news is indicating that they got to get something passed here before the end of the year and they keep on compromising and compromising and compromising again with no clarity of exactly what's going to happen. And David said it, and now I'm starting to see it. We had, I had another gentleman who received uh, an invitation to a workshop um, that's coming up this next week. He understood the sense of urgency. He says, I don't even want to come to the workshop. I read it. I understand what you're going to be talking about. I need to come in and meet with you tomorrow. He's like, I understand we have a deadline and understanding that tax law is going to continue to change and probably not for the better, but for the worse. And that's the sense of urgency we've really been talking about over the last couple months. But now it's, this is the fourth quarter, literally the fourth quarter. And we only have literally nine weeks left till the end of the year to, to ensure that we can be proactive, to set ourselves up not only for today, 
but to set ourselves up for tomorrow as well. And that's that forward tax planning that we always talk about. And Joe, I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you what's scary. I had a number of people, both clients and people who came in for the complimentary consultation as prospective clients. Now, we do taxes, right? We have a CPA on staff and all that other type of stuff. But there's still clients that we have that have had relationships with their accountants for years and don't utilize us for their tax planning. Um, and we're going to talk more about this throughout the show. But you know, one of the big things that we talk about is if taxes are in are the lowest that we've seen in the past 40 years, and there seems to be a pretty strong case that taxes are going up in the future, there isn't a lot of guesswork whether a Roth conversion is a good idea or not. But surprisingly, Last week, I sat down with a number of people, said I spoke to my accountant, and they don't think doing a Roth is necessarily in our best interest. And I, I, I don't debate. I just, well, what was the rationale? And they couldn't come up with a good one. So we're going to talk about that today, because it's really important to base your decisions on the facts, not just assumptions. So we'll give you the math today, right? If you are interested in coming in and visiting with us or talking to us on the phone, give us a call at 215-798-9088. And I don't want to scare anyone as we go to the break, but I think that word urgency is a very good word in a positive way, because if you think about it, it might get you to make that first phone call. Back in a moment. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Again, that phone number, 215-798-9088. Or you can go to thrivefinancialservices.com. You'll see three upcoming workshops on the 26th over at Riverwinds. Great spot, by the way, as you mentioned, David, Ron Jaworski, one of Ron Jaworski's many spots, uh, Riverwinds in Jersey, the 27th in Haverford, and then the 28th in Kimberton. So a busy week. But if you're out there listening, especially after David teed up what we're going to talk about today, start with the workshop. Great stuff there, Brett. And I didn't mean again to... um, overemphasize the word urgency that you referenced, but I do think it's important, especially as we start to get closer uh, to the end of 2021. Yeah, for sure. And, and when, our, when our hearts and our minds are really talking about education, it's not only educating um, prospects and our clients, but we also have the opportunity to educate accountants. As David was just saying, sometimes accountants like, I'm not sure it's in your best interest. And Talking about just another way that we provide that education is here at Thrive. We're licensed uh, to be able to conduct continuing education to CPAs as well. So when our clients are like, can we bring our accountants in? Like, they're not familiar with what, bring them in. We're not CPAs. We conduct the education. They can absolutely validate everything that we're speaking about there. But again, we're not, we don't want to fight anybody. We're here to just provide that education, be that advocate that's out there saying, the sense of urgency is here. We don't have, we're not tired. We're not in tire kicker mode um, at the end of the day. And the topic I really want to kind of dive deep into is, uh, and David talked about just a little bit in the last segment, talking about Roth conversions, Roth IRAs, is really talking about the strategy of what they call as a backdoor 
Roth strategy. Um, a lot of people have heard of it. They're not sure exactly what it means, how it works. And I'm going to try and do my best to, as slowly as possible, to, to understand the mechanics of how it works. So, again, we have a lot on the table right now, and with not exactly sure of what is going to be passed. Again, you have the uh, this administration's being pushed right now. Okay, you're you're going to pass this bill, and it's not going to cost this the American public nothing. And the question is, well, how is that? And when the answer is because it will, how much confidence do you have? Yeah, that's called none. So again, where's that education advocacy around it? And you've probably heard that all this week. So some of the things that are in um, that are proposed with this package is people making over four hundred thousand. There's that number four hundred thousand again in taxable income. Listen, to this one will not be able to contribute to a traditional IRA or Roth IRA. It's a big deal. This bill will also repeal means take away, backdoor Roth conversions. What does that mean? Which allows people to take any income um, to convert money from a traditional IRA to a Roth by paying tax on it. That's not good. Again, when something's good that's been around and they're talking about taking it away, is it maybe create some sense of urgency of something I should really learn more about and maybe it's something that I should look at. We need to start thinking like that. Um, the bill would also repeal, and we meet a lot of people that do this as well, the mega backdoor Roth, which we have a lot of uh, people that are earners, and we talk about our pre-retirees. So after the kids are out of the household and all of a sudden cash flow significantly increases, a lot of people are like, hey, where's it make the most sense for me to start putting this extra savings? And a lot of time is, yeah, you can contribute. We can have almost $60,000 a year going into your 401k, not all pre-tax, but that's where that mega backdoor strategy comes in. And again, they're talking about taking that away as well. So when we talk about a Roth IRA, it's completely a powerful tax planning and an estate planning tool. Um, And we're talking about limiting its effectiveness. Again, we just want to understand, is this something I should do, something I need to take action on? And if you're a higher income earner, from what I just shared with you, you absolutely can be affected. And it's understanding what I just shared with you. You heard 2031, you're hearing today, is that if you plan on doing a Roth conversion, know that you might not have the option after this year. Whether it's a backdoor Roth, whether it's a general Roth conversion, whether it's just a Roth, just a Roth, just contributing money to a Roth IRA. And again, a lot of these changes, what's in that bill, would start uh, mean, in 2022. You mean, the, you mean end of 2021, you may not be able to do a Roth you conversion? You said that's exactly right. Wow. And I'm telling you, once we get things passed, or once it's passed, I promise you we're going to come back and educate on what's current, what's real, what's not. And this isn't just trying to create... Actually, this is trying to create the sense of urgency because you're not going to do a conversion and do all of a Roth conversion in one given year. But let's just say the rule doesn't change. Well, start it this year still because you know if it's on the table and it's something they're serious about really talking about, something good is out there that they're talking about taken away. So let me go let me go a little bit deeper as to how this backdoor Roth works. So you can right now contribute money to a Roth IRA for 2021 if you are if you have modified adjusted gross income married filing jointly of $208,000 or if you're a single taxpayer of $140,000. So if you make more than that you can't put money directly into a Roth IRA. And so that's where this concept of backdoor door Roth IRA comes in. So how it works is the following. So let's just say we're above those limits. We can't put any money in. And let's just say you're going to go put in the $7,000 normal IRA contribution. 
but because you're also above the limits to take a write-off on that contribution, so the money goes into your IRA, but you didn't get any tax benefit from it, okay? So what happens then is this is where that word backdoor comes in, is you would take those proceeds and move them from the IRA to your Roth IRA. The good thing about that uh, transaction is no additional taxes would be due because the money that you put into the IRA, you were not able to deduct what you normally would off your tax return. So the contribution almost looks like a Roth IRA. This is a loophole, gang. So I want you to hear that, okay? So what, uh, again, what would then happen is you're taking that money because you're legally allowed to put it into the IRA. You just can't take the write-off. And then you're moving it into, again, that's that backdoor term into that Roth IRA. So does that make sense for you? Maybe, maybe not, because there's so many rules that go through uh, that are there with it. But again, when you're talking about taking it away, it's probably a good thing. Um, Let me give you some of the reasons why you wouldn't want to do it is let's say you're under the age of 59 and a half and the money that you're going to pay the taxes on that transaction, because remember, you, you can't deduct it. So it's as if you're t- putting that money into the Roth. But remember, we're putting what kind of money into a Roth IRA? After tax money, which means we have to pay taxes on that contribution. Let's just say that's $7,000 again. But a lot of people have so much money in their IRAs. And if the taxes have to be paid from the IRA to do that conversion, that backdoor option, it's probably not a good idea because you'll pay not only taxes on the distribution, but you also got to pay a 10% IRS penalty if you're under the age of 59 and a half. Another reason why you don't want to do the backdoor is Roth IRAs have a rule of five years, which makes all the money uh, tax-free on a pullout strategy. So money you convert from an IRA to a Roth falls under that five-year rule. And if you have to withdraw it before then, you could owe taxes. And again, if you're under 59 and a half, plus, again, that 10% IRS penalty. And the other reason that you got to be conscious of, okay, how much to, and it's something we're passionate about, is educating people on how all these tax brackets work, is we always want to look at um, being strategic up to the top of that tax bracket, where if you're going to do a conversion and it pushes you into a higher bracket, may not necessarily makes sense. So while the concept sounds very easy, there's a lot of intricacies that come with it. And if you're like, if this strategy, it sounds interesting. I've never heard exactly it's spelled out before. My encouragement is to give us a call because we got nine weeks left in the year and find out if this strategy makes sense for you. You'd want to reach out to us at 215-798-9088. Again, that's 215-798-9088. The last thing I just want people to be made aware of related to that that, uh, backdoor rule is this concept that's called a pro rata rule, which means if you have other IRAs, and you're looking to take advantage of the strategy, again, that backdoor Roth IRA, that's where things start getting a little bit complex. So it's not to say you don't do it, you don't abandon it, but some things, some of the best things in life aren't simple, they're complex. We just need to take the time to understand how they work and come to a rational conclusion saying, yeah, that makes sense for me. 
That makes sense for me all day long. And that's what this process is all about. It's why we have the show week over week. We're not here to talk about which stock, which bond, which mutual fund. It's talking about what's real, what's in front of us, things that we have to take action on. And I don't say yesterday. I'm talking about today. Yeah, this is second level, third level stuff below the surface. This is, this well, is not it, easy to understand. It isn't, Joe. But here, here's, what, here's what our audience should take away from this. Most financial professionals only talk about things that they get paid for. Right. We here at Thrive talk about way more than the things we actually get compensated to do for our clients. Because it takes all that information to make the right decisions. Like you read that text, 401k people, fixed income is out, go to equities. Well, that's such a blanket statement. And if you're a retiree or a future retiree, do, do being unbalanced in mostly equities, foregoing fixed income, is that really the right thing? Do you know if there's other asset classes right. that may be suitable for you? See, that's what worries me. You know, people spend time on the headlines. The reason we go into the detail that we do, again, if you're going to make some of the most important, because you, you only got one shot to do your retirement right. Yeah. And mistakes can cost you tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. You got to do it right. So if you're going to make some of the biz- biggest decisions in your life, you want some of the facts or do you want all the facts? Thrive gives all the facts. Yeah, yes, you do. And again, if you're sitting here and you're having trouble following along or there's so many things bouncing around like there is in my mind, uh, call Thrive at 215-798-9088. We'll take a commercial break. Back in a moment. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Again, don't forget, 215-798-9088. Three opportunities next week to get engaged and zero in on some of that information that Brett talked about in the last segment, Karen. And you know, you see me when, when I'm listening and consuming information. Not easy to understand, but easy, it is easy to do something about it. Yes, and definitely do something about it. Uh, again, we have uh, th- upcoming three seminars next week. Uh, go to our website, thrivefinancialservices.com or give us a call 215-798-9088. You must register for these workshops. There's a limited seating, so please do not just show up because we would hate to have to turn you away. It's not what we want to do. We're there to give you um, some great information, so I encourage you to come visit us. Um, I'm going to chat about some uh, important things that every woman should know about Social Security. Um, so, first of all, I think everybody at this point has heard, but the cost of living adjustment has, is going up in 2022, up by 5.9%. So, that sounds great. Sometimes when they bump it up that high, it kind of scares me what's going to happen. You know, you, you get something gain and then something goes back and you don't know, are they going to raise Medicare, things along those lines. So, that's a great thing to know. Um, so, again, why is it important for women to know about Social Security and why am I kind of 
focusing on women a little bit today. So look, claiming Social Security can be a bit more complicated for women. It's just important to know how to maximize your benefit. So why is this? Because you may have taken time off from work when the kids were young, right, to raise your kids, or maybe you had a parent who no longer could take care of themselves, and women tend to be the caregivers and take care of their um, uh, their family members. So as a result, your Social Security benefit might be less than your spouse's. Um, or if you worked for less than 10 years, so you, p- you paid work outside the home. So if you worked in the, inside the home, unfortunately, we didn't get paid for it. So your social security benefit is definitely affected by that. Um, so I'm going to discuss a little bit more some of the reasons that women also have to focus on retirement as a whole. And you need to really understand if you're a couple, don't just let one spouse take over all the planning. You really need to understand what's going on because women... Unfortunately, sorry, David, tend to live longer than men. (laughs) He's giving me the look like I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not sorry. I think that's fortunate. Yeah, I was just going to say, fortunately, (laughs) that might, fortunately is the word. Look, I don't don't ever want to think of the day when I'm not on this earth with my husband. That's just a fact of life. You just never know when that day is going to come. Life priorities. Again, women, you leave the workforce to raise children um, or you have to take care of family. So it's going to affect your benefit. And this is still out there today. There is a pay gap and still, unfortunately, men do tend to get paid more than, than women in today's society. It's it's closing. The gap is closing, but it's still out there. So I'm going to give you some uh, some points on Social Security you may or may not know. And if you want to get a detailed Social Security analysis, give us a call, 215-798-9088. We'll start with a compliment. It's all complimentary. We'll start with a phone call, and then we can take it to a coming into the office or a virtual first appointment. So these are things you need to know when you're collecting Social Security or you want to collect Social Security. If you are currently married, you can claim a spousal benefit beginning at age 62 as long as you have been married for a period of one year and your spouse has filed for his or her Social Security benefit. What does that mean? Well, first of all, let me tell you what a spousal benefit is. A spousal benefit is 50% of your spouse's full retirement age benefit. So full retirement age is anywhere from 66 to 67. That depends on the year you're born. So let's say you're you're married to somebody and their full retirement benefits $2,000 a month at their full retirement age then you're going to get $1,000 a month. But if you start at 62, instead of your full retirement age, you're going to reduce that benefit amount. You're going to get less than $1,000 a month. It's also important to remember, yes, Social Security, if you don't start at your full retirement age, it's going to grow 8% a year. But your spousal benefit will not be 50% of your spouse's 69 or age 70 benefit. It's really important to remember that. I've seen that mistake and people confuse that all many the time. times yeah. when they come in with their spreadsheets and they were very proud of sure. themselves and they missed that messed, role. They missed that role. Yeah. Okay, so if you are married and you did not work, you don't have all the full retirement credits to even get Social Security, you as a spouse can still collect that spousal benefit. 
I've had people come in who did not realize that they actually got 50%, even though they didn't work, just for the privilege um, and the honor of being married. Um, if you are currently divorced, you can claim a spousal benefit beginning at age 62 based on the work record of your ex-spouse if you meet three criteria. You were married to him or her for at least 10 years. You are currently unmarried, and your ex-spouse is at least age 62. But does it make sense? We'll do an analysis on that. It might make sense for you to take a spousal benefit or your benefit. It depends on your whole situation. Everybody is different. Um, is, it one, is it one or the other? Yeah, that's what I was going to end up. It's, it's only one or the other. You're not going to get both. Um, even when you're married and your spouse passes away, you're not going to get your benefit and your spouse's benefit. The lower one goes away, you keep the higher benefit. Um, if you're widowed, so this is widows and widowers, this goes both ways. You can, con- can claim a survivor benefit beginning at age 60 based on the work record of your deceased spouse, as long as you were married for at least nine months before they died. So what does that mean? Survivor benefit is generally calculated on the benefit your late spouse was receiving from Social Security at the time of death or was entitled to receive based on age and earnings history if he or she has not claimed their Social Security benefit. The actual amount of your payment, it differs according to your age and your circumstances. So um, if you reach full retirement age, you could get 100% of your... uh, your spouse's benefit. If you're working and you're 60, then it takes away, it eats away at that benefit. So you're looking at me confused, Joe. There's, there's just many different intricacies of Social Security. So Social Security is a cornerstone for people's retirement most time. So if you don't understand this piece of your retirement and then you add in taxes, and then you add in inflation, and then you add in healthcare costs, and you add in long-term healthcare. So this is why we do what we do. We love what we do. I really urge you to give us a call, 215-798-9088, and start the conversation if you're thinking about retirement or you just had it in the back of your mind, I need to learn more. Yeah, because I'm trying to think in my mind, well, what if my wife retires, but I don't retire? Or vice versa, what does it mean if I'm, hey, I'm not going to start my Social Security till 70 just because that's the latest you can go? There's a lot of dynamics there. Again, yes, good stuff. A lot uh, of dynamics, a lot, jo- of que- a lot of questions. Joe, just on that, I mean, just from what you've heard. And there's would, more. Why would you go it alone? Yeah, you can't. Like, why would you just go that alone? Just get an analysis done and you'll get, again, all the data to make the right decision. I for remember a Social Security office is not, cannot give you guidance. No. We can. That's right. Yeah. Good stuff. Good point. 215-798-9088 is the telephone number. We'll take our final, this is our final break, right? Final break. It's our final break on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Back in a moment. How do you know? (laughs) How do you know? I wish, sometimes I wish there was a microphone on during the break just so people could eavesdrop into this conversation that's happening on a a weekly basis. How do you know? 
You have to find out. Dave. Yeah, but I think those hot mics sometimes have gotten people in trouble, Joe. They have. <laughs> right? That is true. Not here. I mean, Not we, here. we don't talk about anything, you know, interesting, quote unquote, um, but it wouldn't happen. But again, I mean, we're sitting here. I'm looking. I've been here 32 years. Not a thrive, financial mm-hmm. professional for 32 years. You've been for 30 years. So that's 62 years. And Brett? I'm uh, 22 years. Okay, so you're the math guy. What's that add up to? I heard a lot of twos, so 86. 86 86 years of collective experience. We got it, right? I mean, we got to know what the heck's going on. And and behind that, you know, here's the other thing, too. It's interesting. Um, I put up a slide in our our seminars and our workshops, and it's it's really a surprise. um, There's a surprised element that people... So... Number one, it's not just Brett, it's not just David, it's just not, you know, and Karen. It's, we have a collective team of 30 people. So we've got a number of financial professionals, you know, financial planners, CFPs, certified financial planners, chartered financial consultants, certified financial analysts, and certified public accountants. This is a very robust team of client-facing people and then we've got a whole operations team, client services department, in-house compliance department, because there is no gray area in anything we do. We do everything by the book. We have a two compliant. We have a compliance officer and a deputy compliance officer. So, you know, not a lot of the quote-unquote smaller boutique financial planning firms are that robust. I mean, we're a small group that provides a big company presence. So when I show that, people are very, very surprised. Um, We have four offices, right? So we have here our corporate office in Fort Washington. We have an office in Yardley. Uh, We have an office in Exton, and we have an office in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. So we're able to kind of geography-wise go out and see lots and lots of people. You can visit us at that, you know, that location that's most convenient for you. Um, So I think sometimes people are surprised by that. And then the fact that this is the second year in a row that we've been awarded the Inc. 5000 membership, and we actually improved over last year in the entire nation of privately held companies, Thrive Financial Services is the 1,500 fastest growing company in the United States. But in our industry, we're number 34, and 30 of the top 34 are fintech companies. So, you know, your companies like Venmo and Stripe and technology-based, not client-facing financial planning educators. Wow. So, yeah, we're really proud of that, Joe. Absolutely. And I think sometimes people are hesitant. Um, You're also humble about it. I want to blast that to... I want to tell everybody that. That's incredible. Yeah. And, John, again, we're humble because we we want people to work with us for two things. Number one, they want to work with us. We never want to convince anybody to work with us. If we're not for you, let's shake hands, part ways, wish each other well. So we want people who want us. Um, The other thing is we want to earn on our merit, right? We don't need, like, the credentials are cool, but we want people to see the impact of what we do. 
And it's simple, right? I mean, it could be a phone call. It could be come out to one of our workshops, come in for the complimentary consultation, listen to us on the radio, you know, go to our website at thrivefinancialservices.com. We have so much content that if you want to absorb that digitally, there's so much, and we're improving it day by day. So there's just a lot of there's just a lot of good stuff out there. So um, anyway, let me jump into you know what I wanted to talk about as we wind down the show. Um, I'm reminding folks, especially folks that are in that target zone of retirement, that this is kind of the first time that I can really, really remember that we have four significant headwinds that we've got to deal with going into retirement. Unfortunately, it's bad timing, perfect timing, whatever you want to call it, but there's a convergence happening of these four things that could be very, very, very disruptive if you're not planning correctly. So the four things, Joe, that we have is, number one is inflation. Karen mentioned it a little bit earlier that Social Security went up 5.8%. Nine. 9%. There we go with the corrections. Appreciate it, honey. But you want to be accurate. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. I did it on purpose because I love when it happens. He's testing her. It's just great. <laughs> yeah, just was, yeah, he was uh, just testing me. Just testing. She passed. Um, that's the cost of living adjust. CPI came out last week. It was just under 6%. I mean, there's... There's inflation. Don't forget Medicare is going up 15, 1.5%. Yeah, Medicare going up 15. And Karen said earlier, right? When they give you the, 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 you know, the gift of an increase in your Social Security benefit, they take it away and even more on the Medicare cost side, right? So this is constant. So inflation is up. Oh, I saw a fantastic um, uh, screenshot. I don't know if it was on Twitter or you know, one of the social media platforms showing the cost five years ago of so many different items and the cost today. You had mentioned gas. you saw gas at what yesterday when you were in Jersey? Or- oh, no. I was in Pennsylvania. I filled up that it was uh, it's almost $4 a gallon for 89 octane. It's amazing. <laughs> so right? it's so inflation is one. The second is I think we've pretty much come to the conclusion that taxes are going to go up. Number three is... Um, as long as the Fed keeps throwing money into, you know, kind of very cheap money into the marketplace, the stock market will continue to go up. But you got to understand that's somewhat artificially inflated. And at some point when there is no more air being blown into the balloon, the balloon's going to deflate. I mean, that's just, you know, that's just what's going to happen. So when is that going to happen? Is that six months from now? Is that a year from now? Is that 18 months? But if you're in retirement, it's going to happen during your retirement years. Number So the market correction that's bound to come is just historical that it happens. There's a cycle to it. And then the last thing that a lot of people forget, and I was amazed last week how many people I spoke with that basically won the gene pool, right? The longevity pool. Mom and dad still alive, 98 years old, 96 years old. You know, these are people that are in their mid 60s, early 70s that say that mom and dad is still alive. So, you know, it used to be you retired at 62, 63, 64. Maybe you lived to 73, 74, 75. We know statistically now, right? What's the the stats, Brett? 50% chance if we have a couple at age 65, at least one of you, a 50% chance at least one of you makes it to the age of 92, and a 25% chance one of you makes it to at least the age of 96. So when you start thinking about, I I got a headwind of inflation, I got a headwind of increased taxation, 
possible market corrections, and maybe a couple if I live 30 years in retirement, and then longevity, right? And health, like that brings in healthcare, and how do I cover those costs, and you know, all of that. So it's really important to be thinking about that. We take all of that into consideration when we sit down and do planning. Remember, I said earlier, we talk about way more than we ever get compensated for. Because as fiduciaries, it is our obligation, Mm -hmm. our responsibility to give you everything from an assessment perspective so that either you understand why we're making a recommendation or you can make a conclusion that that is in your best interest to move forward. And I really caution people, Joe, I really, really, really caution people The government has not invested enough money into the regulatory agencies that govern our industry. And there are people in the public domain who profess to be fiduciaries and are always acting in the best interest of their clients, who I am telling you, if you just pull up All you got to do is go to the public websites and see how people are licensed and whether they're a fiduciary or not. But there are people holding themselves out as fiduciaries who are really, in my mind, committing a crime by falsely claiming that they are. So I would really caution you to be very, very careful about who you sit down with, what advice they give. Now, I want to take a little bit of a shift and... Right, you know, a lot of people, and I would talk about accountants and CPAs. So, most, and again, just a, most are in the tax preparation business. So, that's, you know, they're preparing tax returns. There's a small percentage that are in the tax planning business. So, if you're going to go to try to get advice related to whether a Roth conversion is a good idea or not, I would encourage you to talk to somebody who understands tax planning, especially forward tax planning, as compared to just tax preparation. I don't know if I have time, but I'm just going to read you. This is an actual email that our team sent out to a prospective client because they they were told by their accountant that a Roth was not a good idea. So we wanted to give them you know, and I'll just read it real quick, right? He said, listen, I hope you had a nice week. We did run our Roth conversion analysis. Our recommendation is you would want to convert two hundred to two hundred and ten thousand dollars. This will maximize the twenty four percent tax bracket. Uh, we estimate that your Medicare surcharge would be another nine thousand five hundred and eighty three dollars two years from now, because Medicare is a two-year look back. The big question they have, and I'm not gonna have time to finish this, I'll cover this next week, is well, we don't know that we want to increase our Medicare if it's worth it to increase our Medicare by doing a Roth. Well, that's a great question. But you can't just make an assumption. You got to do the analysis. So if the audience tunes in next week, we'll go through that actual uh, scenario and tell you exactly why it made sense for this particular client. Part two next week. Good stuff. Good question. Good way to end the roadmap to retirement. I will tell you, um, I just discovered something uh, in that last segment. My retirement could be as long as my earning years. Absolutely. If not longer. Wow. 
That's going to do it for this edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. I have time for the phone number, 215-798-9088. Don't forget, the 26th at Riverwinds, the 27th in Haverford, the 28th in Kimberton. That's going to do it for Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show from Thrive Financial Services. If you're like most Americans, you have more questions than you do answers about what to do with your retirement savings. If you have a question about your IRA or your 401k, pension, or other tax-deferred accounts, if you have a question about reducing taxes, generating income, or filing for Social Security, whatever it is, David, Karen, and Brett are here to help. And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-798-9088. 215-798-9088. And so you know, no statements made during Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. The information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed here. David Bazaar, Brendy Lim, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm, office headquarters located in Fort Washington, and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners. If you'd like to learn more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. Today's program has been pre-recorded.